When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey everyone, it's Sophia. Welcome to a bonus episode of Work in Progress. Thank you so much for listening to Work in Progress through 2021. One of the things I've really been enjoying about the year beginning to wrap up is sitting and taking stock of where we've been how far we've come, the things that we've done as a society and also the things that I've done as an individual, who I've listened to, who I've learned from, what I've read. And I want to speak a little bit about the phenomenal guests that I've talked to this year. In a lot of ways, I feel like this podcast itself is a measure of progress and growth, which I know are things we're always working on, hence work in progress forever. And the plus side of all of that is that I think 2021 here at the podcast was our strongest set yet. All of our guests prompted conversations that had a huge impact on the way that I understand and think about the world, the deepening of my perspective and ideas. And it's meant so much to hear from so many of you that you feel that way too. When you send in notes and tell us that you listened to a conversation and it helped you expand your view of a subject or of a place or of people, that to me feels like not only we're doing it together, but those of us who make this podcast are really doing something right. So thank you for that. I thought it might be neat to recap some of the moments that I have found looking back, have stuck with me the most as we transition from the end of this year to the beginning of the next. So let's get started. In my conversation with Ibram X. Kendi, I got to really confront and examine what it means to be active as an ally. Dr. Kendi's distinction between being not racist versus being anti-racist put a new lens on privilege, not just for me, I know for the world, His book is a bestseller after all. And he helps really clarify and crystallize the role that we can take to fight prejudice in our country. Something he said really stuck with me during our talk. He said that 
we as individuals have to recognize our power. I've been thinking a lot about what that means in terms of working toward being an ever better version of myself and how I might, and each of you might, use our individual power to impact the world around us. I'd love to know, as we reflect together, what you think you can do to use your individual power to impact the world around you. Send us a note, send us an email. I'd love to hear it. And if you took notes, and I know a couple of you did, during Dr. Kendi's interview, feel free to send us those too. It's always so nice for me to compare my notes to yours and to hear about the things that impacted me versus what impacted you or, or if those things are the same. With journalists Ken Armstrong and Mariba Knight, we took a deep dive into the power of investigation to uncover otherwise invisible issues in our society. For me, it really demonstrated the role that journalists play in holding our society accountable, in demanding that we live up to our ideals, and also that we confront with truth when we don't. It's so incredibly important for all of us to protect a free press. Ken and Maribah's Pulitzer Prize-winning news story about children being jailed in school districts of Tennessee was jaw-dropping and heartbreaking and eye-opening. And the episode is something I carry with me. It's, it's ever-present in the back of my mind. And the story itself is definitely worth the read. I imagine many of you read it after the episode aired, but if you haven't, we will also put a link to that story in today's show notes. We have to show up better for our kids. We have to demand better for their futures. And... Ken and Maribah really reminded me to double down. On a personal level, having Anita Hill on the show, ugh, it was just such a refresher to my spirit. I've spoken about it on the episode, but it feels worth reiterating that seeing Anita speak truth to power about her experience as a victim of sexual harassment to go up against a Supreme Court justice is something that I drew so much strength from. And I know so many people who listened to the episode did as well, because so many of us have those experiences of our own, perhaps not with a justice, but with people whose power can be intimidating. The interview dropped at a period of time where I feel like a lot of us were wondering if things were actually improving, if, if all of our work was actually yielding progress. But talking to Anita reminded me that sometimes when we make the most progress, when when our collective voice gets the loudest, systems of power really try to quell us because there are more of us than there are of them. Power is hard to topple and change, but it is possible. And in talking to Anita and listening to her compare where she was during the Clarice Thomas confirmation hearings and her view of watching history repeat itself with the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, I was really able to, I don't know, dive deeper and and examine perspectives on social change. I got to take with me that feeling that, yes, sometimes the rules feel like they stay the same, but it doesn't mean the game isn't changing. We are making change, and it will require dedication and longevity change isn't sexy and it doesn't happen overnight. It, uh, it's dedicated and it requires us to stay the course, but we see more and more people calling for things to be different. And I believe 
that we are going to continue to, as Dr. King famously said, bend that moral arc of the universe toward justice. Anita continues working. After all she went through, she continues to light a hope torch for the way that the world is changing, especially for women and victims of sexual assault and harassment. And if after all this time she believes it, she reminds me that we all can too. So I highly recommend her episode and her incredible book. One of the most delightful surprises for me this year was getting to sit down with Chef Jose Andres. By talking to him, I really got to see firsthand why he was awarded Humanitarian of the Year. And I feel like that award should have come with a, a sort of extra medal for Jolliest Person of the Year. He's so incredibly positive, regardless of how many disaster zones he's worked in, how many communities he's seen just devastated by natural disasters or man-made disasters. He shows up with a smile and he shows up with so much love that it really beams out of him. And for someone who's committed to taking on and understanding a lot of our deepest problems, he reminded me of two things. First of all, we can find solutions and be a part of them. As a species, human beings have solved so many impossible problems. There is nothing out there that should feel undoable, no matter how big the challenge might be. And the second thing is keeping our optimism alive. To paraphrase Jose's own words, it's easy to get bogged down by the things we know are wrong or unjust or harmful, but it is so important to remember and draw strength from all the things that we do have working, from all the societal and humanitarian crises we have managed to send aid to, to move past, or even to surmount. We can do hard things, and if we do them with love, we can often do them with a smile. My discussion with Neil Katyal got to cover a lot of different areas and topics, but the overall theme that emerged from that interview were the effects of power on integrity. I love opportunities to explore our social and political realities on work in progress, and there's no better expert than Neil to look at the judiciary aspect of our political reality. He was able to put into really clear words the way that our Constitution was tested by the past few years. I honestly think this episode is a must-listen for anyone who's interested in the impact of government and party politics. And he reminded me that so much of the founding principles and the best principles of our country can only remain true if we fight for them to do so. And fight we shall. Oh, again, I just feel so happy to be wrapping out another year with all of you. When we started the show in 2019, we had no idea what it would become, and it is a highlight of my life. Uh, for those of you who follow me on socials, you know I'm also experiencing another pretty great highlight right now. I am gearing up to launch my brand new show, Good Sam, premieres on CBS on Wednesday, January 5th at 10 p.m. It feels like it's almost here, and I just can't believe it. You know, we all got together to make this TV show in 2020, and then the pandemic hit, and everybody put in the work and tested their patience by waiting until early 2021 to film the pilot, and then we went back to start shooting the show uh, at the end of September of 2021. So it is a two-year labor of love to bring this show to you in January of 2022, and I can't wait for you to see it. And because we have been on the grind of those 16-hour days and doing these podcasts on the weekends, I am going to take a little 
delicious hiatus break for this holiday and spend it with my family. Uh, We've got two weeks off during production. It's kind of like being in school, right? You get a two-week holiday break and you jump back in. And I've made the decision to actually take these two weeks off to be with my loved ones as much as possible. So that means we're going to take a little bit of a New Year hiatus. Not too long, don't worry. But Work in Progress will not come back right away with a new episode for you the first week of 2022. I will tell you that we will be back, and I want to say again how much getting to do this show means to me, how much I appreciate all of you for listening and supporting the podcast, the creativity that goes into it, the way that people show up open, vulnerable, and honest for conversations. It's something that's very rare in today's world, and we are deeply grateful to have this space, and we only have it because all of you show up. And so I hope you too will take a little bit of a break and just relish in your loved ones, whether they're your family or your chosen family. And let's all come back to each other in 2022, rested and loved and happy. And let's dive back in. Sending love. Happy New Year to all of you.